Today on Parenting and the Culture Wars with the Mommy Answer Lady, we're going to talk about the sex flags, aka pride flags, and why are they around and what's the point of that? Then we're also going to talk about a class of six-year-olds that is in a private school in New York that were subjected to a really inappropriate video, and the parents are pretty mad about that, but I'm, I'm wanting to ask, what, what's the deal with the parents here, right? And we're going to talk about that. Then we're also going to talk about a warning that I have for you about a popular children's program, and we'll also have the dimwits and darlings of parenting. That's all coming right up. everyone. This is the first episode of Parenting and the Culture Wars with the Mommy Answer Lady. And I kind of want to first say that this is not for children. This whole series is not going to be for children. So I just want to ask that you make sure and not allow your children to watch these episodes. The Mommy Answer Lady step-by-step -step instructional videos for parents, those are fine for your children to watch if you want them to, but not this part. Parenting and the Culture Wars is not for children. So just a warning there. I wanted to also explain why am I doing this. The reason is I'm, I've been doing the step-by-step -step instructional videos to try to help you as parents with some of the behavioral issues that you might be having with your children and some of the things that I've learned, some of the mistakes I've made, some of the successes I've had, trying to help you with those behavioral issues that you are having with your children. And the step-by-step -step instructional videos are for that. So if that's what you're hoping for, go ahead and check out my YouTube and Rumble channels. Um, there's a lot of videos there, and I hope to do those more in the future. If you have something that I haven't covered that you'd like me to do a step-by-step -step instructional video about, put that in the comments below, and I'd be glad to consider that. Um, but the reason I'm doing this series, Parenting and the Culture War, is because day after day, I'm hit with, as I know you are, and unfortunately your children are, hit with a culture war going on. And it's heating up so badly that it's it can't be ignored. And I didn't have any venue to talk to parents about that. So I decided to go ahead and start this series, hoping that you will be able to gain some information about what's going on in the culture wars and that you can protect your children from it and kind of know how to navigate the situation um, and what to be careful about in, in what's going on in our society lately. The culture war happening right now, the reason I don't want your children to watch me talking about this is because the battleground is for the children, but one of the basic weapons being used is the sexualization of children. So that's going to be talked about quite a bit because that unfortunately comes up quite a bit. And um, it's getting so difficult to avoid it with children anymore. And um, I'm going to give you some examples of that. Um, one of the problems right now that we're facing is the whole month of June. Uh, the whole month of June has been declared by somebody, and hey, if you know the answer to that, I don't know who declared that uh, as Pride Month, but really it should be called Sex Month because that's what it's about. It really isn't about pride necessarily. It's about sexual orientations. It's about people and how they have sexual relationships with other people. Why do we need a month for that? I don't know. Why do we need a day for that? We don't. Uh, but it's part of the culture war. That's what's going on. So what's the deal with all the sex flags? They're called pride flags, but what are they proud of? They're proud of how they have sexual relationships with other people. 
I don't understand why you need a flag for that. Flags are supposed to be for representing countries to give people a flag to have patriotism towards the country that they are in. It is supposed to be to represent their state, maybe an organization uh, and something like that. Is it supposed to be a flag for your behavior? No, your sexual behavior and your sexual decisions don't need a flag, okay? The reason there's a flag is to try to push the ideas and the agenda on others so they see the flag and it pushes that thought into the minds of others. And that's wrong, especially when it comes to our children. So I know most of you parents are believing, hey, uh, if you want to live your life the way you want to live it, you can, you have the right to do that, whether I agree with it or not. But when you start having flags and you're pushing them all over the place and I have to know what all those flags are and my children have to know what all those flags are and we're supposed to celebrate that, that's not appropriate. And let me tell you why it's not okay. Not just, not just the obvious reasons. I mean, obviously, there's no reason for us to focus on how somebody else chooses to have sexual relations with others. We don't need to focus on that. Okay. Why do we need a month for that? First, why don't we have a month for Mother's Day or a month for Father's Day? Don't you think mothers and fathers might deserve a month of celebration? Why don't we have a month for veterans? You know, I, I don't understand why we need a month or a day anyway, much less. But now there's a, there was a video out and hey, if you know where this video is, I would really appreciate it if you would put that in the comments below, a link to it. There's this young girl, she's probably nine, 10, something like that, I'm guessing is her age. And she's holding up these flags and she, and there's lots of happy music behind her and stuff. And she's um, describing what all of the gender, I mean, uh, pride flags or sex flags are. Of course, they don't call them sex flags. I do, but they're calling. They're, she's saying this one is for these kinds of people and what they do, and this is for these people and what they do, and these people, you know. Okay, why is that necessary? She's trying to explain that to other children so they all know what all those flags mean. I doubt seriously if those same children are taught twenty-two flags of different countries so they can identify those. Why aren't they taught that? Don't you think that's just a little bit more valuable in their life to know that? But they aren't taught that. They're taught the 22 sex flags. That's what they're taught. And this is the battleground I'm talking about, where uh, the left is trying to attack the children in this way and try to get them interested. Now, if you think, oh, that's not trying to get them interested, let's talk about that real quick. Okay? You, probably a lot of you realize this, but some of you may not. If you get a group of preschoolers in front of you or up to sixth grade, I mean, six-year-olds, let, let's talk first about, oh, we didn't get to the six-year-olds yet. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Let's just talk about preschoolers for now. You get a bunch of preschoolers in front of you and those preschoolers are, are all sitting there waiting for you to present something to them. So you bring out this colorful flag and you're all excited and happy and you're saying, this flag means, and then you tell them, it doesn't matter what you tell them, they're going to be excited and interested in it because it's colorful and you're in front acting how wonderful, it, like it's so wonderful. They're going to be interested in that. 
and they're going to want to participate in the fact that this is representing something, especially if you then put that aside and bring out another colorful flag. This one is for this. And they're all going to be, oh, wow, isn't that interesting? Oh, can I hold one? Can I touch it? That's what preschoolers do. And if you've worked with preschoolers, you know that. They're going to be interested in it. It doesn't matter what it is for. You're acting like it's great. It's colorful. You're acting like it's fun. They're going to be interested in it. And this is how they are getting to our children. And I really wish I had that video. Please, if you know where it is, put it in the links below for me because I mean the comments below because I really would like a link to it. Um, but then if you look up um, pride flags on the Internet, you're going to see a whole list of little children's videos explaining all these flags to children. Totally inappropriate and unnecessary and wrong. Children shouldn't be thinking about the sex behaviors of others. Another problem with that is when they're looking at these flags and this is for these people and this is for these people and this is for these people, those little children are going to go, which one's for me? Right? That's what they're going to do. Which one's for me? And is there a sex flag for just heterosexuals? No, there isn't. There's no official flag for that. There's a, official flags for every other kind of sexual behavior except the normal, natural, heterosexual behavior. There's not a flag for that. And don't get me wrong, I don't want a flag for that, okay? I don't need a flag for heterosexuals. That's not necessary and it's not right. And there shouldn't be one for anybody like that. But what does that tell the child? If, if I'm not in one of these categories, which they shouldn't be thinking about those categories at all at this point in their life, then I don't get a flag. Oh, I need to choose one of these so I can get a flag, so I can have a flag too. That's what children do. And it, I don't believe that's a mistake or a, a miscalculation by the people who are doing that. This is just wrong in every way. The other thing is, and I'm going to talk about this a little more, I don't understand why some of these companies and, and uh, organizations that are pushing this, why do they think this is okay with parents? And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in just a minute. So the problem right now in June is going to be this push for Pride Month. And it's pushed by Disney. It's pushed by Kellogg's. Kellogg's cereals put out uh, some kind of cereal box where children are supposed to write something about their sexual orientation, their pronouns, whatever, uh, on, on the box. I don't know the, all the details of that. Why? Why, Kellogg's? Why? <laughs> Do you think parents want their children to be indoctrinated into that? See, and I, I wonder why, and I think I have... Part of the answer that you can help with with that. In just a minute, we'll talk about that. But I also wanted to read this article, and uh, part of this article to you, and it's uh, about a class of six-year-olds. Let me get it up here on my thing. It's about a class of six-year-olds at the Dalton School in New York. Um, let me just read this part to you. Parents at the elite 55000 per year... Dalton School are reportedly furious after learning that their first graders were being taught sex education lessons in class. Okay, why why do they not know that? They didn't they didn't tell the parents they're going to do sex ed with the six year olds. 
why would they do sex ed, sex ed with the six-year-olds in the first place? I don't know. It blows my mind. The prep school's health and wellness educator, that has it in quotes. I'm putting the quotes in. Justine Ang Fonte, I hope I pronounced that right, who last month hosted a controversial and explicit porn literacy, again in, in quotes, workshop at another elite institution. This is something to keep in mind for something I'm going to say in a minute. Reportedly showed six-year-olds a video of a cartoon where little kids discussed touching themselves, again in quotes, for pleasure, the New York Post reported. Okay, I, I'm just flabbergasted by that. I could show that video now. Um, I'm just going to ask you to look it up because I don't really want to show it. It's really, it's really not appropriate. And and yet uh, they showed this to six year olds. Um, I have a question for those parents. Why do you have your children in that school anymore? You should be pulling your children out of that school at this point. First of all, why would you pay fifty five thousand dollars a year for a school? In like, I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. Good for you. You have the money to do that. I I'm just like oh, um, but if you do. Why would you keep them in there if they're taking time out of the day to do sex education with six-year-olds? Okay, that shows a big lack of judgment on their part. Huge lack of judgment. And if they think this is okay, why would you trust them with anything else with your children at all? Okay. You shouldn't have your children in that school, parents. You are dimwit parents if you do. Take them out of that school. But besides that, for those of you who maybe have older children and don't really remember what a six-year-old might be, a six-year-old is someone who is in kindergarten or first grade. We're talking children who are learning to read. Okay, they're just learning to read. Uh, they're they're learning their shapes and their colors, and and they're learning how to circle things and how to draw and how to write their name. Okay, that's how young these kids are. Children are five when they go into kindergarten normally and turn six during the kindergarten year. And then they are six when they enter first grade and, and turn seven in first grade. That's how young these kids are. And they're being taught about how to pleasure themselves by touching their private parts on a video in school. It's time to take your children out of that school. And this was a private school. So can you imagine if the judgment of the private school that's getting paid that kind of money would, and, and this wasn't the only school that this woman, I assume it's a woman, uh, Justine, Justin, I think it's a woman. She, she or he, I have the wrong pronoun here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this person um, went into another school and taught about porn, the porn industry to children. Why is she in any school? I, I mean, really? <laughs> uh, you guys, seriously, parents, take your kids out of those schools. And, and if you have a child in public school, I'm going to give you a big warning. You need to be really considering taking them out of that. Now, there are some good private schools, and I would suggest a parochial school, the school that maybe is um, with the religion, you know, your Christian religion or something like that. Or a homeschool. Homeschool is another option. But 
I would not be putting my kid in public school, and I certainly wouldn't be putting my kid in a school that would have the kind of uh, administrators that would have that kind of judgment. That is horrible judgment, and I wouldn't trust them at all. So you guys need to take kids out of those kind of schools. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk to you about was another thing that came up with a popular children's program. Again, it's on the same kind of subject, sort of. It's trying to keep, get the minds of our children involved in sexual behaviors and thoughts. It's just unnecessary and wrong. So this is the Blue's Clues thing. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'm gonna go ahead and play a clip for you. It's a drag queen character now on Blue's Clues, which is a preschool show, okay? A show for preschoolers. Let's see that. Hey Blue, look at all these families. Hi families. It's time for a pride parade. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching one by one, hurrah, hurrah. This family has two mommies. They love each other so proudly. And they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching two by two, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching two by two, hurrah, hurrah. This family has two daddies. They love each other so proudly. And they all go marching in the big Parade, come on, friends! Families marching three by three, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching three by three, hurrah, hurrah. These papas are non-binary. They love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching four by four, hurrah, hurrah. Trans members of this family all love each other so proudly and they all go marching in the big parade. Come join the fun! Families marching five by five, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching five by five, hurrah, hurrah. Some people choose their family. They love each other so proudly and they all go marching in the big Marching six by six, hurrah, 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 hurrah! Families marching six by six, hurrah, hurrah! hurrah. Ace by and Pan grown-ups, you see, can love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Oh yeah! Families marching seven by seven, hurrah, hurrah! Families marching seven by seven, hurrah, hurrah! Differently, they love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Families marching eight by eight, hurrah, hurrah. Families marching eight by eight, hurrah, hurrah. This house is a family of kings and queens, they love each other so proudly, and they all go marching in the big parade. Let's celebrate! Families marching nine by nine, hurrah. to the queer community can love their queer friends so proudly and they all go marching in the big parade so how inappropriate is that why do they have a drag queen on a children's program 
One time I heard someone describe what a, dra a drag queen is in a really good way. I don't remember who it was. I listen to The Daily Wire a lot, so here's my little mug. Um, and if you don't listen to The Daily Wire, I really suggest you do that. But um, I think it was on one of their shows that they described it. A drag queen is a burlesque show for gay men. Why would it be appropriate to have a burlesque character for gay men teaching children anything? It's not. And see, this is a thing I was going to say earlier that I don't understand. Blue's Clues is a business, really. You know, it's, it's, they have merchandise uh, for parents to buy, right? Uh, Blue's Clues used to be long ago when my kids, I don't even remember when it came on. My youngest child right now is 16, so um, it was quite a long time ago. But I remember thinking Blue's Clues was really cute when it first came out. It was, it was cute. It, it had a cute little character. Uh, this blue dog and the dog would kind of talk to the preschoolers in a, a way that they were, they became very interested in and, and they solved mysteries that were meaningless just for fun, right? They had a mailbag and all that. It was just, it was just really cute. And I thought kids really enjoyed it and it was a sweet, innocent show long ago. And I haven't kept up with Blue's Clues, right? I haven't. So I don't know when they started to move into the realm of inappropriateness, but it gives you another idea that you just can't trust what you're seeing and then just say, okay, now the kids can just watch this or be involved with this. You have to be right on top of it all the time. When you have little children, you have to be on top of it. So this drag queen, this gay men's burlesque show person is talking to children about all the different kinds of families. Basically, what is happening here is they're trying to normalize all of the sexual behaviors of adults. Even if they're not normal behaviors, they're trying to normalize all of them. And put in the mind of a child who is, what, what, what are children thinking about? This is what I'm going to say about the six-year-olds. What should children be thinking about at six years old or preschoolers? Eh, what I'm going to get for my birthday. Uh, when do I get to go out and play with my friends? Um, what are we going to have for dinner? Yeah, those are the kinds of things children at that age should be thinking about. Uh, when, when am I going to see grandma next? Uh, those kinds of things. That's, that's what a child should be thinking about. They don't need to be thinking about the sexual behavior of adults. That's not appropriate. And what I don't get is why these companies and organizations think most parents would be okay with this. Do you know why I think so? I think it's because the parents that aren't okay with it just don't say anything. They just start not having their kids watch it anymore and they don't say anything and don't make a big stink about it. Now, at this elite school where they were having a sex ed class for six-year-olds, they spoke out about it. Why? because they had an investment of $55,000 a year in school. So yeah, they spoke out about it, although it said on the report that I read that a lot of those parents were too afraid to speak out publicly, like to be on the record with their name, because they were afraid they'd have some kind of repercussions from that. I'm like, what kind of repercussions could you have that would matter? Are you going to keep your kid in the school after that? 
Or are you going to fire all the administrators and then be really careful about who you choose to be the new administrators for that school? Or are you just going to sit back and be afraid to talk, afraid to speak out when you're paying $55,000 a year for your child to go to that school? I'm just like, really? I, I'm just, I don't have $55,000 to send my child to a, a private school. I'll tell you what, I don't. <laughs> and I think most people listening probably don't have that kind of money. But they would only speak out to, to a certain extent, even with that, because they don't want to be ostracized or have any kind of repercussions from speaking out. And that's why I think Blue's Clues and some of these others that are Kellogg's and all these others that are doing this kind of thing. Disney, there's a whole bunch that of corporations that are going along with all this stuff and pushing it on our kids. Parents just decide they aren't going to say anything because they're worried about the repercussions. I understand. You don't want to have a whole bunch of uh, flack coming at you from people who are loud and annoying and, and aggravating others. That's like their job. They aggravate others. I, I understand you don't want that. I do. But we have got to stop retreating. We have got to start moving forward in this war of culture because our children are the battleground here. And we are letting the left and the sexualization of children win, taking over our programs, taking over all of the products and the services that we uh, work with in our lives. We're letting that stuff take over. And we're, we're not speaking out. We've got to start speaking out. And that's one of the reasons I have this program. I want you all to be aware of what's going on. And I'm hoping that when you're aware, you're going to start speaking out too. You're going to start saying this isn't okay and not allowing it to go on anymore. So next we're going to talk about dimwits and darlings. What this is, is a section in this program that I'm going to be talking about a dimwit parent so that we can learn from that bad behavior, whatever it may be, and a darling parent to just say, hey, good job to somebody. All right. So actually, I have lots of dimwits I can find because they end up on the news and they end up on um, the Internet and stuff. Darling parents are a little more hard to find. So if you find a darling parent that you want to send to me, um, please put that in the comments below because I would love to see that. Um, this first one is a woman who was pulled over by a police officer in L.A., I believe it was, uh, Palm Beach maybe, something like that. She's pulled over, and she has her son in the back seat during this exchange. So I'm going to go ahead and let you watch that, and then we'll talk about it. The limit is 40, and I was going 38, so why are you harassing You're me? correct. I pulled you over because... Because you're a murderer. Because uh, yes, I started to record because you can't you're a murderer. Be a, you can't be on your cell phone I, I while you're driving. I was on my phone. I was recording you because you scared you can't, me. You can't use your cell I phone while you're recording. I can record you. May I have your driver's license? I, it's, it's at my apartment. What's your apartment? It's at my home. I'm just taking my son to his... Do you, have, a, do you have your driver's license? I... It, I mistakenly left it at home. Do you have a picture of your driver's license? Yes, I do. May I have it? And can you call your supervisor, please? I, I already did. He's on his way. Good, because you're a murderer. Okay. And so you're giving me a cell phone ticket? Is that why you're harassing me? Not harassment. Yeah. I, I am enforcing the law. I have a right to and record the police when they're harassing me. By all means, 
but you can't do it while you're driving. I was, I can, I wasn't, doesn't texting or none of that. Do you have, and you had that you picture? you scared me and made me think you were going to murder me. Okay, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Well, you're, that's not just a feeling, you're a murderer. Okay. Can you zoom in on that for me, Sure. Jay? Thank you. And I'm perfectly legal, and I'm a teacher, so oh. there. Congratulations. Murderer. You're a murderer. What's your last name? I can't see that there. Well, you here you stop, go, murderer. Stop shaking. Zoom in on that for no, me, No, because right? you're scaring me. Oh, You're threatening to kill me and my son. Can you give me okay. the, the well, you, you, I'll you, tell you what, you keep smiling. Yeah, You're on camera. You keep, you're, you're trying to threaten to kill me. I'm I not didn't smiling. Say that. You're the one who's crazy. Hold that still. I can't see that. Uh, is this your car? Yes, it is. Um, you're trying to say I stole my own car because you're jealous? Yeah, is that what I don't that's think about? so. You wait for me right here, okay? You're jealous. All you need to do is just get your signature. He's only citing you for using your cell phone while you're driving. That's it. Hey, good man. Sign inside the red box. A, right for him being a Mexican racist. What is that name? Gas. Sign the citation, man. Here you go, Mexican racist. You're always going to be a Mexican. You'll never be white. You know that, right? You'll never be white, which is what you really want to be. You there you go, be dear. White. Have you, a good day. You want okay, the first thing I want to ask is by watching this. Does this woman care about her child? Doesn't seem like it. Seems like she doesn't care about her child at all during this entire thing. If I were pulled over, and I'm sure you, being the good parents that you are, I would assume watching this, when I would, if I were to be pulled over, my son was in the back seat, my first thought was, I want him to see a good example of how to behave if you're pulled over by a police officer. I want him to not be afraid in any way, and that would be my priority in my mind. That would be the first thing. It would be it would be the priority over whether I think I was rightfully pulled over or not. It would be the priority in anything that was going on. I would want my child to have a good example of how to handle it, and I would want them to not be afraid. Does she have even that thought in her mind at all? It doesn't seem so, because clearly this is a dimwit parent. She doesn't care at all about her son in this situation. I don't know how she behaves otherwise, but I would assume not well. Because for her to have the character to behave this way towards the police officer shows really bad character, and I feel sorry for her son. So she not only scares her son because she's saying right where he, he can hear her, and she's saying, you're a murderer, to the man standing outside, and he knows this is a police officer more than likely. I mean, I think he's probably old enough to understand that. She said she was taking him to some event. Normally, that would be because he's old enough to go to some event. I couldn't hear what she said she was taking him to, but I think it was an event. Anyway, and then on top of that, she, she says to him at one point, you are threatening, you were threatening to kill me and my son. <clears throat> To kill me and my son. Her son can hear this. She doesn't care one bit about how that child's feeling, about the fear that this is instilling in her child at all. And then on top of that, what is she teaching her child about police officers? She's teaching him, her, her son, that these are jealous, harassing, racist murderers. That's what police officers are. And this is how you treat them. Now, what does this set her son up for in his life? First, to disrespect authority. How, how, how's he going to be successful in his life just with that idea? 
then what if he is caught by the police in some other way or pulled over for some other reason? I mean, she didn't even listen to what he was saying. He was trying to tell her why she was pulled over, but she kept talking right over him and still harassing him and being rude and disrespectful to him the whole time. When he, even when he was trying to tell her why she was pulled over. And she was pulled over for legitimate reason. And I do have a critique for this wonderful police officer, too. But, oh my goodness, she didn't care about her child one bit. So the critique I have for the police officer is, why didn't you give her a ticket for not having her license with her? I mean, you should have given her every kind of penalty that she could possibly get with this behavior that she had, because she needs to have the largest penalty that could be given to her. I wish she got some kind of citation for behaving that way, just generally. I wish there was a way to do that. Uh, I guess you got to be careful what you wish for there, but seriously, she should have had every single penalty possible because her behavior certainly deserved it. So the only critique I give to this super awesome, wonderful, deserving of an award police officer is you should have given her everything she deserved, which was not only using her cell phone while she was driving, which was against the law, which is why you pulled over in the first place, but then you should have given her one for not having her license with her in her possession, which is, a, a, as far as I know, in every state, that's required. And so she should have gotten a citation for that as well. So I definitely stamp this woman a dimwit parent. I hope we learn from this. Next is the darling parent. I'm going to show you a clip of this super cute little girl and her dad. Daddy teaches you you can be anything in this world that you want to be, right? Don't daddy teach you that? Yeah, and it doesn't matter if, if you're black or white or any color. Doesn't matter if you're black, white, brown, yellow, yellow right? Black. And, and how we treat people is based on who yeah. they are and not and what color nice. they are. And if they're nice and smart. See, this is, how, this is how children think right here. Critical race theory wants to end that. Not with my children, it's not gonna happen. My baby's gonna know that no matter what she wants to be in life, all she has to do is work hard, and she can become that. Work hard even though you don't know anyone. You can make friends. <laughs> yeah, you can make friends, no matter what color they are. So we need to stop CRT, period, point blank. Children do not see skin color, man. They love everybody. If they're good people, they love them. We pray for people that are hurt. This man is a sweet dad to teach his daughter. And obviously, they have a good relationship. Obviously, they're talking um, in a way to each other that you can tell that they really care about each other. She looks up to her dad. You can see that. Um, but he's teaching her truth. Okay? He's teaching her truth and reality. And he is teaching her what's correct about how to think about race, which is basically you don't consider it. When you meet somebody, you don't consider it. That has nothing to do with their character, their behavior, their beliefs, their likes and dislikes. She's, she is being taught to care about people and see people for who they are and not what color they are, which is what we should all be teaching our children. So good for you. I'm stamping you, sir, although I don't have your name, a darling parent. 
Well, I just want to remind you, I do have this book out called How to Train Your Child to Behave. You can get this on Amazon. I hope you will look for it. Look for this cover. Holly McLean is the author. I hope you'll look for that. And I want to thank you for being here today. And I hope to see you soon. Parents, we can win this. See you next time.